Yo, what's good, y'all? What's good? It is Zebo here, tapping into the League of Extraordinary Black Men. How y'all feeling on this Wednesday evening? What's been going on? You know, I know out here in Cleveland, this weather, y'all, it's, it has been crazy. The snow has been crazy. It, it, you would have thought it was World War Z out there. Like, it was ridiculous, you know. But one thing I do want to say is shout out to the black man. All right. I'm glad I started this podcast. A lot of it's been, you know, motivation to, to be a representation for the black man. And this, just this week, these last two days with all this snow that's been going on, black men have been raising the bar for his excellence and leadership because a lot of brothers was out there helping our sisters and just helping each other, you know, get up out of the snow and, you know, get up hills, get up out of ditches. And that's that black love I was just speaking on. It was so crazy how I spoke on black love and then look at a situation where that was amplified where we looked out for each other, we cared for each other, we didn't just let each other get stuck in the snow and be stuck and can't get to work, even though most of us, if not all of us, called off from work. But just trying to get to the store, getting home to check on our elders because the power went out. That was another thing. A lot of the power went out, so a lot of us were checking on, checking in and checking on each other, making sure that we were warm or had somewhere to go that there was some type of heat. So that right there was a true definition of black love. Us just coming together, sticking together in a, in a very tough time. And what happened? We persevered. We prevailed. We showed love. People, you know, you know, gave blessings to each other for helping each other. I definitely know one of my big homies. Definitely he got blessed, you know, by one of the guys, you know, that he, that sees him in the community all the time. And that's another thing. When there's, when we, when we do stuff like that, as black men, we make fa- our faces known. We make our voices remembered. So, you know, when they see us, this love, oh yeah, I remember in a tough time you helped me out or you gave, you know, what you could to help me, even though you had to help yourself. That's the thing. You know you got to help yourself, but when you can take a little bit of time, not all your time, but a little bit of time to help each other. Okay? So that's just a little little quick shout out I want to do for us black men, you know, to start off the podcast. And now with that being said, since us as black men just display leadership qualities, um, leadership roles, today at work I thought about what are some of the things that we need to teach the youth, you know, particularly the young black male? What do we need to teach the young black men and the youth, right? We looking at what's going on. We know one thing is that we need to teach that violence is not the answer. Being the tough guy is not the answer. Being yourself will only be the answer, right? But I'm talking about the next 10 years that can financially, spiritually, physically and emotionally make us better and make the youth better. You know, one of the things that I thought or that I think personally is understanding finances. One, at a very early age, is as soon as you, as soon as they're able to get it, a bank account, a checking and a savings account, learning how to write deposit slips, you know, business accounts, stuff like that, or being familiar with the business account and what it takes to open up a business account just in case they want to at an early age because they have a crazy idea or an idea that they want to get, you know, realized. So, finances. Once we understand, once we understand, you know, bank accounts and, you know, business accounts and we practice saving habits, putting $20 in, $10 in, $100 in, whenever we get some money, instead of spending it, split it in half and put it into your account. Keep some for yourself and put it in your account. Once we start understanding those finances, now the next step will be into the credit side. Okay, we need to understand how credit works, how not to mess up your credit. What are things that can mess up your credit? What are smart and safe ways to build credit? You know, because we like in, in America, credit is more powerful than cash. Credit gets you you 
signing zero down on anything, homes, cars, businesses, you know, loans, whatever the case may be, due to the credit being good. And with the credit being good, you you inherit responsibility, right? One of the ways that you, anybody will say is paying your bills on time. That's the most common and safe and smart way to do it is just simply paying your bills on time. Now, as easy as that sounds, it takes discipline because there's temptation in the world. There's clothes, there's food, there's partying, there's all types of things. Now, that just comes to, you know, the next step. After we maintain those finances, you know, grabbing that, let's talk about the, you know, physical. We we need to definitely be more disciplined as men in, in our actions and in our, in our words and how we address, you know, situations. We got to teach young men that it's it's okay to speak on how you feel. Not hide how you feel or mask how you feel, but speak on your feel. But do not dwell. Do not dwell on it and do not ask for pity or, or too much sympathy. Really, you don't want to ask for any or none of it. You know, we don't pray for uh, easier times. We pray to be stronger men. So that's what we want to always try to focus on. It's okay to express yourself. It's okay to say that you're hurt or that you're going through things. But we must, as men, realize that we can't sit in that emotion or feeling long. Because I think a lot of us brothers can get in the dumps like that. We definitely get down and out and we get in our feelings about things because, you know, we may feel as if nobody cares because nobody's listening. And that's once I think that we establish more of a brother circle or brotherhood where, you know, when you're really angry, when you and your woman got into it and you're really pissed, you don't lash out. You don't keep arguing with her. You just grab your things and you go cool off and you go take a walk and you go, you know, call one of the guys and, you know, vent. Or if you can, at that moment, if nobody's able to get in contact with you, you have to just be able to be a man and disciplined enough to walk away. Or, you know, if it's something going on with your boys, don't just dog your boy out in front of anybody, put his business out there. You know what I'm saying? When it comes time to talk about it, you talk about it behind closed doors. But when you're not addressing whatever quarrels or beefs that you may have in inside your friend with your boy, you you know, you maintain that manhood. We don't talk about our business out in front of people. Here, the streets don't know what's going on with us. They just know that we may be a little, you know, friction, but we still riding together. We still sticking together. There's no nothing. You can't come and mess up our friendship or none of that. You know, niggas trying to hate on the money or whatever. <clears throat> but that's one of the things that we definitely need to to get on, you know, the, the the emotional and spiritual side of it. Brothers meditating. That is how we should start our day and even end our day because we have to reflect on a lot. We made a lot of moves. We talked to a lot of people. People asked us a lot of questions. We gave a lot of advice. We have to reflect on what not only we said, but what we took in and shared some of the energies because there are people that drain our energies, especially if you are a man that's very spiritual, very impactful. You uh, People draw to you. People look for encouragement from you. You can That can be overwhelming for yourself and your own psyche and your own spirit because you're giving so much of yourself and not enough is being poured back into you. So we always want to look to pour into each other as men. We have to pour into the children in the future. These are the things that we must teach our young men on how to build and grow so that the respect amongst us as men is better, the, the genuineness and also just the accountability. You know, we don't want to be just out here riding for our homies or just agreeing with any old kind of nonsense because that make when one of us does it, it makes all of us look bad, you know? Now, the next thing I would want to say is the physical. Now, what I mean the physical health, eating, exercising, you know, grooming, all of these things are very important to the physical well-being and production and growth of the youth and the generation. We have to teach them how to properly bathe, whether people know it or not. You know, some people don't know how to do that or don't know how to properly teach that. 
So and bathing isn't just, you know, washing your body and lotioning up. It's taking care of your fingernails, your toenails, your teeth, your hair, you know, all your personal, your private areas, making sure that everything's in the best, you know, grooming shape that is possible. Now, that's just the outside. We got to teach our children how to take care of the inside, proper detoxing, you know, changing our diets. This food is some of this food. Most of all, excuse me, let me just be honest. 98.0% of the food that we eat may not be good for us. So we must always teach our children to one, eat what is green, not what is just red. You know, that's I don't know that everybody has a different views on meat and, and, veg- and vegetables, but we definitely need to consume way more vegetables than we do meat. Our stomachs are designed and our bodies are designed to, as well as our teeth. Look at our teeth. They're designed to eat fruits and vegetables. They're designed to grind, not tear and rip. So always be aware of that and just incorporate as much healthy eating because you are what you'll eat. Your brain is like your second stomach. So if you're eating dead foods, you're having dead thoughts. If you're eating green foods and life foods, you're having green thoughts and life thoughts. You know, um, also drinking water. You know, we are made up of water. We I don't think we drink enough water. I don't think a lot of us in the black community understand and how important water is to our, you know, health. It helps detox the body, helps flush out toxins, helps with skin and hair growth, helps with whitening teeth, freshness of breath, whether you believe it or not, you know, because it rinses out all that bacteria, you know, and the, the knowing the type, the proper pH balance of your water, right? You know, not saying that I'm, you know, I grew up off of drinking tap water. We all grew up off of drinking tap water or water from the uh, water hoses. But with the information that's out today, you must know that there's water that at, your water should be at a certain pH level, a certain acidic level. So it's, you know, alkaline water. You want to make sure that you're not drinking um, water that's pretty much filled with the bare minimum filtering of the water. You want your water filtered as best as you can. You can buy jugs that do that. There's machines. There's all types of ways to do it. So we definitely want to educate our youth on that because whether we believe it or not, our governments do not care about our water, especially if you're a minority. Flint still does not have clean water, if anybody does not know that. I just, I just want to repeat, Flint does not have clean water. But, you know, that's something we as men must research. And, you know, it's, it's also the next thing that I'm, I'm big on, real big on, is exercising, you know, building up strength, building up, you know, the muscle tone to be able to one look and feel good and also protect your family you know what i'm saying you can be as smart all you want but if you can't physically protect yourself or your family from an invader or invaders there's no you know what are you doing you know what i'm saying this, this, nobody said you have to be the tough guy nobody said you have to be a professional boxer but you should know some form of hand combat to at least free yourself from a situation you don't have to beat him up or kill him but hey be elite, at least want to, you know, get away from the situation to get your family loose and protect yourself. So these are the things that we must practice. We must practice. We must teach and practice ourselves. So to feed the people, we must you feed the people. To lead the people, you must feed the people and teach the people. So these are the things that we definitely want to do. Definitely want to make sure that we are taken care of. Definitely want to make sure that we're taken care of. The next thing that I found that... We should definitely, definitely, definitely take very serious, y'all. Very serious, very, very serious. Is our history. I cannot express or stress enough how important it is to truly research 
melanated history. So I don't like to say black all the time because, you know, black is technically not. It's, it's a color and we are not a color. We are a group of people. We are a group of the original people. We are the original people. So I'll, sometimes sometimes I slip up and say black. Sometimes I'll correct myself and say melanated. But to my brothers, we y'all know what I'm, where I'm coming with this. Especially my young brothers. Some of y'all may not understand what that is or know what that is. But to my younger crowd, tap in. Definitely do your research. The history. Like, there are so many teachers that we have. Master teachers from Dick Gregory, Dr. Ben, Dr. Umar. We have Young Pharaoh. We have um, Tariq Nasheed, the brother who created the documentary series Hidden Colors 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5. We, we have Doc, we have, oh my gosh, Dr. Phil Valentine. We have Dr. Oh, not Dr. Sevy, Dr. And Professor James Smalls, Dr. Uh, Haru. We have uh, uh, the whole side of the TV network. I mean, we have home team history. We have countless outlets, countless, countless, and I do mean countless information sources. We are in the age of information. To be ignorant is, to, is, is a choice. To not know the truth about religion, spirituality, um, politics, government, the whole history of America as a whole. To not know the information on it and the history is is it is just truly just you just not wanting to and to wanting to be comfortable. If we as men, particularly black men, we cannot afford that luxury. That's not even something that we should call a luxury. There is no reason for us not to know anything about our history past the 1600s. We were not slaves. We were not living in huts and teepees and running around naked. That That is a very, very false, very false, very, very, very false um, outlook on who we are or perception that has been given of us or a perception that has been given of African people as a whole and not even just the African-American, any African. That is not who, they, who we are, who the Africans are overseas, any of that. Okay, it is very sad to say that America is the only place in the world where it's white. People who don't have not been out of state or out of America do not know that, you know, but due to people traveling and especially people of color traveling and going in the military, which the military definitely has revealed that I'm pretty sure to countless people. I've talked to countless military people and they will tell you that the real ones, the ones that want to live in um, La La Land, let's say otherwise, but the world is predominantly black. We are not the minorities on this planet. We are the majority. And we are taught that we are the lesser, but we are the whole. And when you are taught that, especially to as a young child, your perception of reality can, is, is molded now to think that nothing about me is good. The only thing about me is bad and that the only thing that's gotten good is sports and entertainment. And what the hell is that? that that's bullshit. Like, no, we are doctors. Our youth need to know about doctors, lawyers, teachers, I mean, radio analysts. Like, there's more than to just entertainment. And when I mean radio analysts, we're talking about people that are talking about politics, thinker, think people that are, you know, having radio, uh, you know, stations that are talking about the community and they're giving the, you know, minority, the melanated side of what's going on in our community and how our community is being, you know, overly uh, policed undereducated, definitely undereducated and definitely under-resourced. And as a man, especially if you have a family, I, you, you have to really sit back and look at yourself and say, damn, what are they teaching 
in school, you know, like we already know that the stuff that they're teaching in school is not, let's be real, it's not conducive to society, especially not this society. We are taught to be under control. Eight hours you sit in the classroom from kindergarten to 12th grade. Think about that. Why would a, how, 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 how frustrating it is to make a um, seven-year-old sit for eight hours straight. We had, how many of us at seven years old was doing that? You know, with the, without the proper breaks and, and mental stimulation. And let's be real, all this, all these, these, these classes that they, they making these kids take, especially in the inner city where, where the black kids are, they're not helping them. Like there's no trades. There's not, you're not sending a high school kid out in the community with, with any type of success with just a high school diploma. What skills did you get with this? You just learned one, two, three, four. You just learned how to count, multiply, divide, read, and write. You've been learning that since kindergarten. How long does it take for you to learn how to write, read, and add, subtract, multiply, and divide? When at the end of the day, those are all the basics that you need to survive out here. Unless you have a specific career field where you need to know more than that, especially if you're trying to be in, in the science or health, you know, or, you know, engineer fields. But we need to have more representation of us being doctors, us being um, plumbers. And how do we do that? Well, we, we have to come together, black man. That's the answer. We have to come together and we must hold each other accountable. We must start doing stuff outside of the homes, you know. Some of us have to put some of our petty petty thinking aside and our petty outlook on life and thinking, well, if I got my shit together, why this brother don't got his shit together? All of us aren't brought up the same. And that each one should teach one. If you see a, a young black man that's you know is making a mistake, you've been in them shoes, but you just don't know what to say, the best thing to do is just say it. Just say it. Just keep it real. So many, so many of us and so many of the youth are looking for that. The honesty. Because the world's honest. You know, that's one thing that I think I wish my parents would have understood when I was growing up. That the world is going to be honest. You can lie all you want to your child, right? You can tell your children all of the lies, all of the stories that you were told as you as growing up, right? And then look at all the things that happened after, during that. Like, whether you believe it or not, it may have shaped the motive of belief and view and decision-making out here versus knowing the truth, you know? Like, there, there, are, there are holidays that we as men and as melanated people, excuse me, celebrate that are just literally when we were in chains or when we were being castrated or when we were being extorted. If it wasn't us, it was another, you know, group of people. Like, let's be real. Thanksgiving is about the conquering of a people. Whether any of us know that, it is the celebration of conquering of people. And it's ironic that a lot of black people will say, or melanated people will choose to say when, when you're describing their nationality, oh, I have Indian in my blood, but yet you celebrate Thanksgiving. You see where the ignorance come in? You see where the lack of knowing comes in? Because to say that and then celebrate, you know, Thanksgiving is ignorant. Very ignorant. Very, it's really disrespectful. And then we as men, the only thing that's going to change these um, unfortunate situations is us educating ourselves and standing on it. You know what I'm saying? You can educate yourself and then not stand on it. That still makes you ignorant. You must stand on it and believe and know that you're right, you know? Because you, you don't want your family to walk around here not knowing. Because the worst thing to see is you as a man not have educated just your children on something that black 
black related in black culture and another motherfucker that don't look like you and is a whole nother race knows more about it than you, they will deem you not black. And they will say that very quickly with the quickness. So I think we need to stop playing these games as men and really boss up and really look ourselves in the face and say, we got this. You know, we got this. We got this. We we will not sit back and, and let people overtake us and, and run our show or do any of that. You know what I'm saying? We we as black men going to come out with the win, period. We're not going to come out with the, with the loss. So I just want to definitely say that these things that I went over, we definitely need to hit home hard. We definitely need to push hard. We definitely need to take very serious, right? Because once we have all of these things, I think we'll be in the best the best shape. But the lastly, the last thing I definitely want to hit home with is the business aspect and learning to spend the money with each other and creating our own brand of some kind because we were a people uh, we are a tribal people we are a people that like to click up and link up in groups you know and form our allegiances and form our alliances with for, with our brothers and sisters our friends our neighborhood or whatever the case may be you know whether you believe it or not that's how gangs are formed those are you know people in the community that live in the same community that want to protect and you know provide for each other now granted there may be the way it's going about it now is wrong but if it was flipped and turned into where instead of them selling drugs or selling not whatever the case may be whatever illegal things that they're selling if they were actually using money to fund businesses and buy up buy up storefronts now it looks different it doesn't look as if they're being violent it looks like as if there are two businesses they're two sides competing for real estate and making their communities better you know so one thing that we definitely need to do is be business. We need to get into business because we have a lot of business entrepreneurs, whether we believe it or not. The average drug dealer, the average um, pimp, you want to say, the average, uh, you know, scammer, trapper, whatever, whoever you sell, you're a business person, especially if you're successful. You have the business mind, you have the business discipline. And then we need to figure out ways to transfer those energies and put that towards business and I know one way that starts with cleaning up our streets you know but definitely we need to teach the youth at least you know about owning your own ownership because that could be the key that's the key for most of us that don't go to college that don't want to pursue education you know who feel like you know school wasn't for me it's not for me just the constant you know paper writing papers class getting up early you know, test this, that, and the third. There are some people that are built for that and enjoy it. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with you going to school. There's, there's never nothing. There's There will never be anything wrong with you furthering your education and furthering your knowledge of the way the world works and how society, how the society we live in works or whatever course you decide to take. But there also should always and most definitely be a route of entrepreneurship for people, whether it's um, merchandising, selling your own clothes, shoes, hats, um, dish soap, silverware plates casual clothes wear dresses heels i mean there's tables tvs dog beds dog crates vacuums um i mean shit picture frames there are countless uh weed ashtrays there are countless things that we can get the youth to be a part of you know those are just a few things that i named but there are too many things that too many everyday items that we need 
that should be created by somebody in our community so that they can feed their family for generations and then give their family opportunity to create and add value to what they're already creating for their legacy. But how do we get these things? We have to be taught these things. And brothers, we have to be willing to put our egos aside, put our pride aside and reach out to men or women that can help us lead our families better. We must tap into these things to teach this youth because the youth is being so misguided, y'all, so misled, just so misled. And it's not even, it's, it's sickening to me. It's just very sickening. It's very saddening too as well. You know, it, we we don't, we don't understand that the television, the games, they're 